Hi everyone and welcome to the Tech Recruitment Podcast. This is the episode number, the next one, so let's kick it off. I don't know about you guys, but for me, the most annoying part of the whole interview call or a screening call is the discussion about the salary and the salary expectation. So usually the client or the hiring manager has some budget for a position, right? So when we are looking for candidates for that position, usually we need to fit within the budget, right? And uh, the number is often presented on the website. It is uh, often visible on the uh, job description. Uh, sometimes candidates see it, sometimes they don't. And uh, during the call, I just casually ask uh, candidates uh, what uh, kind of salary are they looking at? What What is their expectation? So often candidates uh, say a number. Sometimes they say a range, but usually just one number. Usually they round it up. Uh, and I just had a candidate uh, who said 100,000 euros a year. And that was way over the budget for this position we were discussing. So I was just trying to gauge how elevated this number was because everyone says a number that is higher than they currently have, right? Like uh, who would just say a lower number, lower salary expectation that uh, currently uh, gets um, nobody, right? So usually they say a number that is higher, but sometimes it is 10% higher, sometimes 20, sometimes 50%. And I even had candidates who just said double what they have right now, even though they were relatively junior candidates, but they asked for 60,000 euros a year. So ridiculous. Uh, and they didn't have the skill set to justify it. But anyway, coming back to this one candidate who asked for 100,000, I knew this is way over the budget for the position, so I was trying to gauge how low the candidate uh, could go. So I just asked him, like, hey, um, uh, this is way over the budget, so would you be willing to uh, to negotiate uh, something lower? And uh, then the you know uh, discussion started, and we went from 100 to 92, and then we went from 92 to about 85, and then we went even lower because I helped the candidate to realize that it is not just uh, about the one number, the daily rate, but also other benefits, uh, including the uh, paid vacation. So this is actually really interesting. It is so interesting that I will play the audio recording to you guys so you can listen to our discussion and my arguments on, on how to how to tackle this so you can uh, hopefully uh, have it as a little inspiration on how to help candidates realize that uh, this could be a dream job if they don't just focus on the one number so um, yeah stay tuned listen to this uh, audio recording and then just let me know on linkedin how you enjoyed this but still it's it's a bit um a bit over over the budget so 92 if we divide by 12 would be seven and a half I think seven thousand would be would be the, the ceiling for them in this case on the contract. So how how flexible are you with this? Like is it is it um still worth pursuing or would you say like you don't accept anything below ninety thousand and then it's a waste of time to to, to hop on calls? their ceiling is uh, well it would be seven seven thousand roughly. If if they reach uh Seven uh, seventy five hundred. Uh, I would be down for it. Less than that, mm-hmm. no. 
And is it is it with uh, holidays, with vacation or not? Because if we no, so so you um, for example, I, I don't take vacation. Well, yeah, okay, but if you take a vacation, which uh, you know people take vacations, uh, non-paid vacations. Okay, so then if you if you for example take twenty days in a year of unpaid vacations, uh, then how much would be your effective uh, annual salary if you if you decrease these twenty days of paid yeah. vacation and and public holidays as well? If we assume that the value is uh, seventy five uh, seventy five hundred per month is three hundred and seventy five per day. Uh, so mm-hmm. times twenty is uh, is one month of salary, basically. Okay, so in that case, if because where I'm heading is that they provide um, paid vacation, even if um, you know, I mean, you you just invoice the same amount, even if you take those twenty days and public holidays. So effectively, even if it looks like you you would have lower daily rate. I see. But if you and I see what, where you are getting. If, if you count 25 uh, days, right, or, or so of vacation plus public holidays, it's essentially over 30 days. So mm-hmm. if you add over 30 days, it's more than one month of, you know, so it, so that's more than 10% of of the yeah. uh, salary, right? So I mean, you, we can negotiate in that case. I mean, if if they're paid vacation, mm-hmm. uh, then I'm happy to reduce the. Mm-hmm. The monthly rate, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that, actually, that's always good to consider. Like some companies offer it, some companies don't. Mm-hmm. In this case, they do. So it's, it's good to look at it from mm-hmm. all angles because then otherwise you may just focus on the one number and, yeah. and like, yeah. you know, it, it, in the long run, it could be actually more and you will also have vacation, right? So you will not be as burned out because in the long run, I mean, everyone needs some vacation to be productive and creative. And if you if you don't take any vacation just to chase the uh, the monthly monthly rate, then at some point you will burn out, you know, sooner or later. So so this could be a, a great deal. Okay, so I'll I'll organize the interviews with the engineering teams, mm-hmm. and uh, and we will take it from there. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Hi again, and really quick, if you'd like to get a new job as the tech recruiter, or if you'd like to start working as the independent freelance tech recruitment consultant, or if you'd like to start and grow your own agency, we can help you get closer to your goals. So just go to our website, techrecruitmentacademy.com, and learn more about the programs that we organize every now and then. So just go to the website, techrecruitmentacademy.com.